give you praise tonight thank you Lord thank you Lord in Jesus name amen. amen praise God briefly I just want to share some quick things and then we'll pray and we'll go amen we just have 35 minutes more and um, we'll be done praise God praise God you know we've been talking about our failures How God can turn our failures into success. We started on Sunday and we're talking about how the mercy of God can change our failures. Praise God. How the mercy of God can change our failures. And we said that the reason why we fail is that sometimes we overestimate our strength. Hallelujah. Sometimes we overestimate our strength. And we also said that sometimes we misuse our strengths. And sometimes because we are afraid of the disapproval of others, we are afraid that other people will not accept us. So, that way we do things to please them. We, we go against our heart. We go against what God has put in our heart so that we can please other people. And in the process, we fail. Praise God. And then another thing is, when we speak without thinking, that's what I want to talk about today. A lot of times we say things that we don't know. And we, we, we are learning this thing from the life of Peter. Peter, you know, one of the outspoken disciples of Jesus Christ. When Jesus told them that they would betray him, Peter said, no, I will not betray you. Praise God. He said, no, never. It will not happen. And, and that is how a lot of us say those things. And say, ah, no, I can't lie. I will not lie. I can't steal. I can't do this. I can't do that. But you know, when the time comes, we fail. But you know, it's not just Peter that failed. All the disciples failed too. Because the Bible said, all of them you know, yes, it was Peter that started it, but all of them said, Master, we will not leave you. So it was a promise that every one of them made. But they failed in that promise. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. They failed. And uh, Judas also betrayed Jesus. But look at it. It was the same betrayer. Peter betrayed Jesus. Judas betrayed Jesus too. Imagine if Judas, if uh, uh, Judas asked for mercy. Because of the way they approached it. Some people like Judas get angry at their failure. They go and commit suicide. They get angry that their job, they've lost their job and they go and commit suicide. They lost one important thing in their life and then they 
they either begin to drink or get into drugs and all that and harm themselves more. We all make. Hallelujah. It's a decision we have to make. So, what are you going to choose? What decision are you going to make concerning your failures? Praise God. But look at Peter. We learned that one of the things that made Peter fail is one, he overestimated his strength. Two, he was afraid of what people would say. That's why when, when they asked him, are you, I know you, you are one of them. He said, no. Well, you, even your accent has given you out. The guy started swearing. Eh? The guy started swearing and cursing. I said, in fact, true to God. <laughs> it cannot. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Then another thing again is that we speak without thinking. I'm sure Peter did not think before uttering those words. If he has thought about it, eh? If he has thought about it, he wouldn't have uttered those words. Look at Matthew chapter 26, verse 71 to 74. He said, Then Peter went out to the entrance of the courtyard, and there another woman saw him and said to, to those standing there, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, Peter denied it. And this time, he swore an oath and said, I don't even know that man. <laughs> you know, how somebody can come from a disciple to, to, a, to a total stranger it's amazing. This is the same Peter that walked with Jesus for three and a half years. Now, how would you feel? Your own friend, very close friend. You people grew up together, they have worked with you and everything. And then at, the, at when it's time, and, uh, and a lot of people do this, maybe police, police just uh, sass or something, <laughs> just catch your friend. <laughs> And then they say, "Are you say you're one of? Are you with him? Are you with him? I, I, I don't know him. I've not seen him anywhere. You know how would you feel if you are that friend? Kai, you will feel betrayed. He said, "No, I don't know him. Ah, no, stop now. How can you be a client? I've not seen this man before. That's exactly what Peter said. <laughs> That's exactly the scenario. Imagine Jesus. Peter was the same person that walked on waters, on the water. Peter was the same person always with Jesus." The one that said, you are the son of God. When God asked, who do men say I am? And even God had to commend him and say, Peter, this, the uh, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. Imagine that same Peter. Look at what he was saying here. He said he swore an oath. And said, I don't even know this man. But after a while, the man who had been standing there came over to Peter and said, we know you, you are one of them because your Galilean accent gives you away. Peter lost his temper. <laughs> okay. Lost his temper and started cursing and swearing and shouted, I don't know the man. Immediately, the, he heard a roaster crow. Praise God. Why? Peter spoke without listening to himself, without thinking. Now look at what happened next. Without thinking, Peter. That's why he went to weep and cry. Some of us have made some hasty 
comments. Hasty decisions. Without thinking about it. And then when we come down on our senses and we're asking, my, we're asking ourselves, oh, how did, I, how did I even say these kind of things? Do you mean I said, this? I, 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 I said these things? So, what are we learning from Peter here? Is that don't be too fast with saying things. Most especially when you're emotional. Most especially when you're under pressure. Most especially when you're under tension. Don't be too what? Too quick to say things. Hallelujah. Don't be too quick. Think about the things you're saying. You know, when I think about this in this deep, that for somebody you have worked with for three and a half years, within a split second, you completely denied him and said, in fact, to the extent of cursing anybody that say you know him. You can imagine that. Hallelujah. Now, there are things we need to learn from Peter. How Peter responded to failure. Even though Peter failed, like we, talk, well, like we said, Peter failed. He denied Jesus. Like the case with Judas too, but Judas approached it in a different way. But look at Peter. What did Peter do? Peter grieved the failure. Peter did what? Grieved the failure. How did Peter grieve the failure? Let us read Matthew chapter 26 verse 75. When Peter had the roaster crow, he remembered that Jesus had said, before the roaster crow, you would deny me three times. Then Peter went outside and wept bitterly. So, when you realize that you have failed, or when you realize when there is a, 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 an incident in your life, don't just wave it. Grieve it. Now, this is a lot of uh, new creation reality and talks. Don't don't go with this. Say no, 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 no. You don't have to. You don't have to dwell in in uh, in grief. You know, you understand. When things happen to you, just stand up and go. Now, what happens with that is that you bottle up emotions. See, what I'm telling you is very important. What happens with that is that you bottle up your emotions, and one day they would erupt. One day they will burst. So, when you go through failure, don't just wave it by the side. Allow yourself to go through it. Don't go around it. Don't go over it. Don't go under it. Don't try to move past it very fast. That's what we do. When we observe failure or when things happen in our life, we just continue our life. But that's not what Peter did though. And this is one thing we need to learn about failure. How to handle failure. Praise God. Peter did not just rush. Peter did not just move fast. Peter did not swallow his emotions. When you do that, eh, it will erupt. It will explode eventually. Deal with it. If you need to cry, cry. Don't minimize it or rush through. Don't get don't you know don't get too fast. You will not get healed if you move fast. So a lot of people go through things and they don't get healed. 
And that is why they still carry that bitterness in their heart over that matter. I'm telling you, I've observed this thing. You see, when people, that's why, personally, personally, when I go through hurt, I like to deal with it. I don't quickly move on. Praise God. Praise God. I don't quickly move on. I like to deal with the matter. That way I get healed inside. Because if you rush it, you will cover the outer space. But deep inside, the wound is still there. You know when they talk about the wound that is not properly healed? The outer space is covered. But inside is a sore. And that is why a lot of people are going about with sores inside. A lot of people are going about with woundedness in the inside of them that they did not allow to heal. So, and they transfer this thing to anybody they meet. Even the people that don't know what happened, who are not aware of the history, get to be in the receiving end. Why? Because the people did not allow themselves to be healed. There is a healing process. There is a grieving process. Allow yourself to grieve. When I, what I'm saying this evening is that if you go through failure, you go through hurt, you go through anything, allow yourself to get healed. If you need to cry, cry. Process it. Don't rush. Don't be fast. Allow time to get you healed. Because, listen, if you just move on quickly, these things are still there. And they will erupt one day. They will come out one day. Praise God. So go through the healing. That's what Peter did. The Bible said that Peter went outside and, uh, and did what? He wept bitterly. The guy cried. And let me tell you what happened when people moved fast. It's because they don't want to take responsibility. They don't want to be accountable. Because if you want to take responsibility, you tell yourself the truth. I messed up here. Praise God. I messed up here. This is my fault. That's the only way to learn from that event. If you don't go through that responsibility taking and grieving and everything that is involved in your, in your process of healing, you will not learn anything from your failures. And when we go through failure, God wants us to learn so that we don't repeat failures. So the question I'm going to ask you, all the times you have failed, what have you learned from it? If you did not learn anything from your failures, it's because you didn't go through the grieving process. Because if you go through the responsibility and accountability process by saying, oh, I messed up here. I should have done this here. But I didn't do it. I, it's my fault. Okay? I did the wrong thing. I should have taken the step and I didn't do it. Now, Taking responsibility is not the same thing as being under guilt. It's different. Being under guilt is when the devil is accusing you and telling you that you are guilty, there's no way out and everything. That is the demonic bondage. But we're talking about taking responsibility and grieving. Now what happens is that a lot of people don't grieve. They just move on. 
but the woundedness is inside the wound is still fresh and it's just a matter of time it will come out again praise god praise god look at what psalm 51 verse 17 says he said the sacrifice god wants is broken and contrite spirit god will not reject a humble and a repentant heart praise god so god wants what a broken and a contrite spirit not a haughty spirit what we have we have a lot of haughty spirits not a haughty spirit spirit that is proud no broken spirit these days people commit fornication and they stand up and they just move on like nothing happened People lie and they just say, and uh, the grace of God covers me, and then they go on. Ah, you are taking God for granted. Praise God. When such things happen, the question you should ask yourself I messed up. That's repentance. Praise God. That's repentance. I messed up here. I was wrong in this place. I should have done this better. And then you now under the grace of God but if you don't go through that process and you just say the grace of God has covered me and then you, you move on you will still repeat the same thing because you have not learned anything from that event praise God you have not learned anything so that's why we have people who have continued in sin repeating the same thing because they are not learning from the first time they, they fell into that sin so if you fall into sin you would have learned how you got there. Were there materials that led you there? Were there events that connected you to those places? And that is the process of repentance. And when you go through that process, you will know that, ah, I missed it here. I got it wrong here. And then you'll be able to correct yourself and then enter into the grace of God. So may God deliver us from the spirit of just moving on without taking account, without taking responsibility without being accountable of the things we go through. Praise God. Now, listen to me. It's okay to feel bad about your failures. Your healing and recovery comes from being honest and humble about your failures. Praise God. Your healing and your recovery comes from being honest and humble about your failures. Amen. So you have to go through the process of healing which could take time. Hallelujah. The process of healing could take time. So you have to go through it. Don't rush out before you get healed. It doesn't work. Praise God. It doesn't work. If you rush out before you get healed it does not what? It does not work. Because at the end of the day you are back to where you began. Nothing has changed. Hallelujah. Nothing has changed. Amen. You know, what the devil does is that he minimizes the sin. You know, before you sin, the devil will do what? We minimize the sin. We tell you, no, it doesn't matter now. Uh-huh. Yeah? You tell you, it's not a big deal. Times have changed. Everybody's doing it. Why are you a cake? This is what is on board now. So he makes it look so easy. It makes it look it doesn't matter. And then when you get in and you have done and you have committed the sin, then he comes back. He will not tell you. 
this sin you just committed is the biggest sin you have committed against God. <laughs> you see this sin you have committed? Your life is gone. You have damaged. So what he does, before you get there, he tells you it's small. And then you get in. He tells you what you get in. And then when you get in, he now magnifies it. And to make you feel guilty. But look, when you go through those process, you acknowledge that you have offended God. Then what do you do? You ask for his mercy. Praise God. You ask for his mercy. And when you come under the mercy of God, the devil has no right to torment you anymore. Praise God. So even when the devil brings the accusation to you, you just know that the mercy of God has covered you. That by the mercy of God, you have been healed. But like I said, you must go through the process of taking responsibility of your failures. And then asking God for mercy. Praise God. Praise God. So, we're going to pray tonight. We're going to pray tonight and if there are are areas we have made mistakes, maybe you are listening to me tonight, you have carried wounds because you just moved on. You did not deal with it. You did not take time to take responsibility of the areas you messed up. So, you blamed everybody on the outside but except you. You blamed everybody on the outside but you did not take responsibility for where you missed it. You did not take responsibility for where you got it wrong. And because you didn't do that, you have not learned from it. And those things will likely repeat itself again. Or you will carry those wounds in your heart forever. Alright? While we're on earth. But you know what? You can decide today and say, Lord, I want to be healed. And then, it's not what we're going to do now, but we're going to pray now. And then when you go home, take your time and look at those areas and begin to take responsibility of your failures. And say, I messed up here. I got it wrong here. This is what I have learned. This is how this happened. And I've learned these mistakes that I shouldn't do this this way again. And then you ask God for mercy. Again, what the devil will try to do is to come and push your guilt before you. That's what the devil, the Bible says he's the accuser of what? Of brethren. But you see, that's why when you have taken responsibility of your failures, the devil has nothing to accuse you again. He said, hey, devil, I know now. I made the mistake. It was my fault. But God has forgiven me. So you have disarmed the devil. But if you have not come to that point where you have taken the, the correction, that God needs to teach you, the devil will always accuse you of it and torment you with it. So let's be on our feet as we begin to pray tonight. Just begin to ask God and say, God, come and heal me. Heal me. Heal my heart, Lord Jesus. Heal my heart. Heal my heart. Come and take your place, O oh God. Come and take your place, O oh God, in my heart. Come and take your place. 
Let's begin to tell God, come and take your place, Lord. Every wound in my heart, let it be healed. Let it be healed. Come and heal me, Jesus. Every failure in my heart, everything I've carried in my heart, come and heal me, Lord Jesus. Come and heal me, Lord Jesus. Let the healing of God, let the healing of God, let the grace of God, let the mercy of God prevail over judgment. Let the mercy of God prevail over judgment in my life. Open your mouth. Lakata payada balakuria. Ezekete lekete lekete. Lipalakuria. Andalia. Let your mercy prevail. Let your mercy prevail in my life, Jesus. Let your mercy. Let your mercy prevail. Your mercy prevail in my heart, Jesus. Your mercy prevail in my heart, Lord. Your mercy, your mercy, your mercy prevail, God. I ask for your mercy. Let it be held in my heart. Heal my heart for every failure. Oh, 
your mercy. Let your mercy heal my heart. Let your mercy heal my failures. Let your mercy heal my heart. Open your mouth. Ask him for his mercy. Ask him for his mercy. In any way you feel you have disappointed someone, you have disappointed people, you have made mistakes, you have failed. Ask him for mercy. Just like Peter. Peter wept. Peter cried bitterly. And God restored him. God restored him to fellowship. Even though he betrayed God. Even though he went, he, he, he denied his friend. He denied his friend. He denied Jesus. And yet, and yet, God restored him. Listen, what is it you have done and you think God cannot restore you? No, God can. And he will restore you. He will restore you. He will bring you back to fellowship. He will restore you. He will restore you. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever new. Yeah. Change my heart, oh God. Yeah. May I be like. Change my heart, oh God. Change my heart. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever new. Change my heart, oh God. Like you, may I be like you. You are the Potter, you are the Potter. Oh God, make it ever new. Make it ever true. Oh, change my heart, oh God. Take my heart, take my heart, oh God. May I be like you, Lord. May I be like you. You are the Oh, my God. 
heal me let your mercy prevail over my failures Jesus your mercy prevail over my failures come heal my heart oh God come heal my heart oh God I come before you tonight Jesus I come before you tonight I lay down every case. I lay down every balance. I lay down every case before you. I lay down every balance. I lay down every case before you. I lay down every balance. I lay down every case. Yes, 
you under the sound of my voice, just let God heal you tonight. Let God heal you tonight. Every wound that you've carried all these years, every burden you've carried all these years, lay it before the Creator of heaven and the earth. Lay it before the King of Kingship. Lay it before the one that made you. He can heal you. He can heal you. Lay it before. Lay it before him. Let his mercy prevail. Let his mercy prevail. Let the blood of Jesus, the blood that cleanses from all unrighteousness, the blood that heals, the blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel, the blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel, but not the blood of animals. The blood of Jesus is the blood of mercy. The blood of Jesus is the blood that rescues. Lord, let the power of healing permeate through all the part of my listeners right now. I command healing upon you. Everyone under the sound of my voice, healing in the name of Jesus. Let the Holy Ghost heal you now. Every failure. Hallelujah. Anything the enemy has accused you of. Anything the devil keep bringing as an accusation over you. A mistake you've made in the past. But the enemy keep, keep bringing it to you. Every time the enemy is using it to torment you. The enemy is using it to accuse you. The enemy is using it to make you feel unworthy. The enemy is using it to tell you that God will not hear your prayer. Because of that mistake. The enemy is using it as a bait. He's using it to stop you. He's using it as a good trap to stop you from 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 entering the presence of God. You're going to open your mouth right now, and you say, "I come by the blood of Jesus. I come by the blood of mercy. I come by the blood of mercy. The blood that speaks better things. The blood that speaks mercy, not judge, not judgment." I come by the blood of mercy. Therefore, every accusation of the devil, every accusation of the devil, whatever he has against me, today I plead the blood. Today I plead the blood. I am not guilty. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. I am not guilty. Jesus was crucified. Jesus was 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 wounded. He was wounded for my transgression. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. He was wounded for my transgression. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. By his stripes I am healed. By his stripes I am set free. I come by the blood. Open your mouth right now. Begin to come by the blood of the Lamb. Come by the blood of the Lamb. The blood of Jesus. The blood that sets you free from accusations of the devil. The blood that sets you free from the accusations of the enemy. By the blood of Jesus, sickness has no place. By the blood of Jesus, sin has no place. By the blood of Jesus, I come by the blood. I come by the blood. Over everything the enemy has accused me of. 
over everything the enemy has hold against me. I come by the blood. I come by the blood. The blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb. Thank you, Jesus. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. Hey, I plead the blood. Jesus by the blood of the risen lamb of God by the blood of the one who took my sins and nailed them to the cross he was bruised for my iniquities the chastisement of my peace was upon him by his stripes I am healed therefore I declare that your sins are forgiven the shed blood of Jesus your sins are forgiven you are no more guilty everything the enemy has used against you today is broken that guilty trap is broken you are free in the name of Jesus you are free in the name of Jesus by the blood of the Lamb you are free you go free you lay it upon Jesus and you go free you are free therefore I declare that every sickness in your body right now as a result of that guilt sickness has remained in your body right now because Jesus has forgiven you and you have accepted the forgiveness of Jesus let the power of God hit you now every sickness in your body is gone in the name of Jesus Christ every sickness that has stayed in your body is gone now is gone now. Get out of sickness. Lose your hold over everyone listening to me. Lose your hold now in the name of Jesus. I declare that you are free. You are free from sickness. You are free from bondage. You are free from captivity. You are free. You are free in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter if you are the one that committed it. It doesn't matter if you are the one that caused it. The Bible says, even the lawful captive shall be set free. Therefore, I declare the authority in the name of Jesus that you are free free from sickness free from disease free from setbacks free from poverty free from everything that has kept you behind it's time to move forward now it's time to take a quantum leap it's time to go to the next level that God has prepared for you nothing can stop you now in the name of Jesus Christ 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you for joining us tonight. We had a bit of issue with our audio, but I, I just hope you will manage it. Next time we would have worked on it. Praise God. Uh, the, our audio was a bit bad today, but we thank God. Praise God. Now, I, I want to invite you for our Sunday service. We're still going to continue in this uh, of, um, the mercy of God over our failures. The mercy of God over our failures. So come on Sunday, get ready because we're going to spend time praying. We're going to continue in this prayer. We're going to spend time praying and destroying everything that the enemy has accused us of. Every failure in our lives, every mistake in our lives that the enemy has used as a hold against us. The devil is a liar. <laughs> Are you hearing me? I said the devil is a liar. He's the father of all liars. Everything he does is a lie. So even when he does anything that looks good, the Bible says he comes as the angel. He masquerades as the angel of light. Wolves in sheep clothing. But he's a liar. He can never tell the truth. So whatever he has accused you of, he's lying to you. There is salvation in God. There is freedom in God. You are in the bondage you are in because you have listened to the lies of the enemy. It's time to get rid of that lie. It's time to break loose from everything that the enemy has told you. And begin to embrace all that God has in store for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So make sure you join us on Sunday by 9 a.m powerful service don't miss it powerful service powerful service amen make sure you don't miss it hallelujah it's going to be an it's going to be a holy communion service please i i want the leaders to take notes it's going to be a holy communion service please let's get ready let's get the holy communion ready on sunday we're going to take a holy communion service praise god god bless you so if you have your offerings the account numbers online now okay the account numbers are online so please um, when you give you are giving to the Lord you are giving to the work of God in, in Christ's life you are giving to the work of God in Christ's life so I, I want you to give from your heart as the Lord leads you amen as the Lord leads you as, as the Lord lays in your heart not under compulsion but freely so give the account numbers are online please make sure you use them and do your giving let me pray for your offerings now father i thank you for all the all those that that have to give according to your word you said good measure pressed down shaking together and running over shall be released to them because they give they will receive multiple the blessing of the giver rest on them and as many that don't have to give they are willing to give, but they don't have right now with the situation of things around them. Lord, you are the one that gives seed to the sower. You will give them seed. You give seed to the sower, you give bread to the eater. You give them seed to sow. And you give them bread to eat. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can we be on our feet as we share the grace now?
Let's be on our feet, everybody. All right, want to go? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you.